Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. I'm delighted to welcome today's guest, Claudia Gear. How are you today? I'm great, Dan, and I'm very excited to be here with you and your audience. Fantastic. Why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, because you're unlike most of our guests who've uh, written books. You have a special talent that everyone is dying to know about. Well, for the past 20 years, I've worked with first-time authors one-on-one to write what I call business building books. So they, they're experts. They know they need a book to build their business, uh, but uh, they might not know how to write one. And for those in my client list who wanted a traditional publisher, I became a literary agent. I developed relationships with the business editors from the major publishers and uh, found that this was a talent that I had and enjoyed doing for uh, first-time authors. So a literary agent, that's what we're going to focus on today. What exactly is a literary agent? Many people think of literary agents as the gatekeepers for publishers. Uh, You need one of us to get a publisher, but uh, their role is really twofold. Their first responsibility is to the author and they act as the liaison between the author and the the publisher. Uh, liaison, Liaison is kind of a fancy word for stuck in the middle. They, um, they uh, really are responsible for negotiating the best deal for their author. But on the other hand, they want to maintain a very positive relationship with the publishers because the publishers are going to trust them to uh, bring the best authors to them, the right authors to them. And they're going to trust that the uh, literary agent is going to make sure the book is well-written and that the author will deliver on the promises. Does then everyone, they, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Does everyone, uh, and then, then they take care, then they take care of the uh, financial side of, of things for the author. So who exactly needs a literary agent? We, you and I both write big business card books for speakers, authors, consultants, entrepreneurs, and, and such. Um, and we refer business to each other all the time for the right fit and all that. So we are friendly competitors or co-operators. Um, and most of our clients want to publish their own books themselves and reap the rewards of having that kind of financial control. And we all know that the future of, or the current state of publishing is that you have to have a huge platform for publishers to even want to talk to you. And by huge, we mean well over 100,000 email subscribers and uh, large numbers of people following you on, uh, on social media and have platforms where you can reach people. So you have a television show, you have uh, you speak in front of large audiences on a consistent basis and such like that. So for many people, going to a traditional publisher is not an option. But as a literary agent, 
we always see new first-time authors on the shelves at Barnes & Noble and in the book review section of the New York Times. So what is it uh, that our listeners should be asking themselves on saying, like, like, between, yeah, I have a good book here, but I really think it's something special that a publisher can really go to town with. What's the difference? Really, the difference is who's going to take a chance? Who's going to put themselves out there to help make it happen for them. You talked about having a platform and that's for an established, um, somebody who's established in the field with that huge um, command of eyeballs out there. But really your best chance of getting a traditional publisher is for a first time author. And I say that because if you don't have a track record, if you're not, if you haven't failed at selling a self-published book, then you have that one shot to convince the, the traditional publisher that you can do it. And the and I have sold books to publishers with uh, uh, authors who have much few, many fewer eyeballs that they they can um, connect with, and I've done that because the authors are showing how they are building their, their platform. So I would encourage anyone who has that real passion for getting a book out there that they know um, could be a bestseller uh, to, to pursue it because there's, there's no downside. Everything you go through to get a publisher is going to make it you stronger in selling your book, even if you're self-publishing it. I went to a book fair about a year ago uh, sponsored by Writer's Digest. And uh, part of it was education, which was very good. And part of it was a chance to pitch your book to an agent for 15 minutes. And they had agents for fiction, literature, genres, LGBT, science fiction, everything you could think of. It, it was very interesting. And I realized that these agents really are the gatekeepers to the publishers. So it's one thing when I can pay a few dollars, you know, 10, 20, 30 dollars, whatever it was, a minimal amount uh, to talk to an agent. But how can an author find an agent? It's, it almost seems like it's as hard to find an agent as it is to find a publisher. What are the best ways to find an agent and get in on their good side? Well, you, you did offer one way to do it, which in the COVID era is not as uh, plausible. So I recommend that you go to a site called publishersmarketplace.com. And that is a subscription site. You pay $25 a month, but you only have to go there for one month to find the kinds of agents that will be relevant for you. It's a searchable database and it has all of the contact information. So not every agent is listed there, but there are enough that you can start to figure out what agencies uh, represent pub, uh, books of your uh, genre, so business books, and then you can go to the agency website. They want people to submit proposals to them, and they can find their submission guidelines there. There are a number of other places. You can look in the acknowledgments for books that um, are like yours. Authors always thank their agent. You can go to another website, um, agentquery.com, which uh, doesn't cost anything. I just find it harder to search. So there are plenty of online places uh, to find agents. But the key to me is when you are pitching to these agents is to know, let them know that you've done your research. 
that you have looked them up on Twitter and you can see where they congratulated the release of one of their author's books. And you can say, oh, I saw how excited you were about so-and-so's book on Twitter. Open your, your cover letter with something personal. Follow them on LinkedIn. What kind of articles are they looking, are they um, putting out there? Uh, what kind of, have they been interviewed? Google them. We have such a fabulous uh, tool, fabulous tools now to actually research our agents to show that this is the agent that can best represent me. Fantastic. What does it cost to have a literary agent? The going rate for a literary, literary agent is 15% of net profits. And I have to tell you, Dan, that amount has not changed in the 20 years I've been representing clients. Uh, even though the price of books have gone down, even though uh, the, the advances on royalties have gone down, um, the percentage has stayed the same. So let's put it in perspective. Uh, an author will make between one and $2 per sale of a book. And that means that your literary agent is going to make 15 cents to 30 cents per copy. It's not a get rich scheme unless you have a lot of authors that you're representing, which is how most, most literary agents make their living is with volume. So there's no upfront fee is what you're saying, correct? Oh, no. In fact, if you see somebody who is charging to read your manuscript, run in the opposite direction. Uh, they might just be looking for a cash cow up front. Wonderful. That's great advice. Um, what about those who say, I don't want to have a literary agent. I can do this myself. I can go directly to the publisher. Do they stand a chance or do agents work as the gatekeepers these days? There are quite a few publishers that will accept unsolicited manuscript. And I've been surprised by some of uh, the, the larger ones even having a window open for that. Uh, find the publishers that represent you and then go on their websites or Google the name of the publisher and submission guidelines. So there often will actually have a venue where you can enter a form and put the information in. Once you get a publisher, I strongly recommend that you get an agent because contracts are, are difficult. The contracts that the publishers put out, especially the first contract you receive as a first time author is written completely to the benefit of the publisher. And the, the nuance, I mean, they're all written in this really awful legalese that's impossible to understand. <laughs> and, uh, and there are things, I mean, one publisher sent us a contract where they took the author's copyright. Now, every author needs to retain their copyright. The rights that publishers are negotiating are the rights of reproduction and the right of publication. So whether it's audiobook, ebook, print book, it's publishing, um, not the, they don't own the content and you never want to release that. So the, the pitfalls, if somebody wants to go a route without a literary agent, then you really have to educate yourself. Um, you can 
join some of the writer, the National Writers Union. They have support there for authors to read their contracts. Uh, and there are a few other places too. Publishers Weekly is a great place for articles and for to educate yourself. There are books on negotiating contracts, so you, but you really have to negotiate. Uh, to um, educate yourself and don't take it to your family lawyer. You're gonna be spending a lot of money for someone who might not have any knowledge of, uh, of publication rights. And you can, so that's my advice. Sure, I completely agree with that. I remember when I had my first contract with uh, John Wiley a number of years ago and I had an agent and I'm glad I did because they were able to negotiate things. I, as a first time author, was so timid. It's like, oh, we got a contract. This is great. Let's just sign it. And I felt like the 16-year-old kid, uh, you know, signing away the rights to their music to a big music, <laughs> you know, record company, and then finding they 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 own nothing <laughs> forever. Um, yeah, that's to a lot yeah. of uh, musicians, unfortunately. Um, but I feel like, well, gee, if I if I if I hit back at them, if I ask for this instead of that, they're they're not going to want to work with me. You know, I was very very timid. But I didn't. I had an agent and. He negotiated a few things in my favor and you know the publisher did not walk away because you're right it is a win-win they're looking to make money off of me i'm looking to make money off of them so uh it, it worked well and of course the agent as you said before was the buffer so yeah. my, my acquisition editor never got mad at me for beat for, for doing anything and i never got mad at them for doing anything because the agent was the middle person who took care of it all but having said that there were a couple of clauses that got in there that uh Came back to bite me in the butt when I wrote my second book. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things so, and, and, that have no and that's, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. I, people think because they're a first-time author that they can't negotiate. And they're really in a good position to negotiate. And I'll tell you why. When you go to, a, when your agent takes your book to a publisher, there's a three-tiered um, acceptance uh, or negotiation. The person, uh, the editor acquires it, they take it to their boss who has to approve it, and then they take it to the publisher who is the executive who has to approve it. After they've gone through all that, that's when you get your contract. So they've already done a lot of work to get to that point, and they're going to want to make sure they keep you on board at that point. Yeah, I remember when I wrote one book uh, back long time ago, it was like 1998, 99. I wrote one of the first books about using voice recognition technology in business, which was really a new, new thing back then. And I got a contract because they wanted the book. It was, you know, a groundbreaking thought leadership book. But after 90 pages, I just hit a wall. There just weren't a lot of companies using voice recognition technology. I'd interviewed them all. I'd done my case studies and I'm a newspaper reporter. So I write tight and short and I just couldn't get anything more out of this. And I, I called my, my, my acquisition editor. I said, you know, I, I'll give you your money back. I just can't write this book. There's no way I can finish this book. And she said, no, you have to finish this book. And then I realized that her grading inside her own publishing company, her worth was based on how many books she signed and how many books she brought to completion. So if I fell off the track, that would hurt her track record. So it was an interesting perspective that I hadn't thought of before. And I went back and, you know, put my nose to the grindstone, so to speak, and wrote another 80 pages or whatever, and wrote the book and it was published and it was well received and, and all that good stuff. Uh, 
but uh, it, it was hard. And I realized then that the publisher needs you as much as you need them. So yeah. interesting dynamic. You know, I'm yeah. curious, um, when should you approach, when should an author approach a literary agent? Uh, when they finish their book, before they finish their book, when they have an idea for their book? Um, what's the best time? In my experience working with first-time authors, you want to be a salesperson. And one of the first lessons I learned in sales was take away their objections. So for a first-time author, you just pointed out one of the biggest fears for publishers and for agents representing them is, will the author finish the book? So my recommendation is to have the book done, 80% at least. And, and that's going to convince them, okay, the manuscript is going to arrive. It will be on my desk. And the other objections that you need to take, you know, like how am I going to sell this as a first-time author? So you want to make sure that you are showing that you're building your platform at least. But people who talk about not finishing the book, one of the problems can be, and I've seen this come back to bite people, and it's, maybe it's part of that example you just gave us, they write the wrong book. A liter when you get a literary agent, you want to make sure there's a fit. Are they going to come back and say, oh, no, 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 I like your idea, but I want it to go in this direction. And if that's not a book you can sell, then you've got the wrong literary agent. And so I really feel that if you finish the book, this is the book that you know is going to be best for your business. And this is the business, this is the book you can sell. You need to find an agent that's going to back you on that. Great answer. Uh, one last question. I've seen interviews with authors saying, I really loved my agent. She helped me with the proposal and the outline and the first draft, and she read everything and re read everything again and again. A lot of handholding. Is that the norm that an author should expect from a literary agent, or is that the exception? I can only speak from my perspective, and of course, that's the way I worked with, with my clients. But I have to say, when I met with publishers that I had placed authors with, they told me that there are different levels of support that, that literary agents provide. Some of them just sign the contract and then leave it up to the, the authors to negotiate. And again, as you said, having that literary agent in the middle keeps the relationship between the author and the publisher secure and good. I mean, I've had to negotiate some difficult changes in the middle of writing a book. Deadline was one, <laughs> but, you know, cover design, book titles, there, there are lots of things that can go awry and you just want to preserve that relationship. Fantastic. Do you have any closing ideas or thoughts uh, for our audience? Well, I, again, I just want to reiterate that if you are thinking about a traditional publisher as a first-time author, go for it. What I've seen, and people will say, oh, publishers, traditional publishers, they don't do any marketing for you. They don't do this. They don't do that anymore. But every author I've placed has sold far more books, thousands of books more than any self-published author I've, I've supported. Uh, the traditional publisher, the authors have all had an, uh, an interview with a major publication, 
um, USA Today, and many other interviews. They've been on podcasts. They've been part of uh, uh, book giveaways. So even though you might think that you still have, yeah, you do as an author, you're still going to have to sell uh, more of the books than the, uh, than the publishers will or help them all you can. But when they send out a book for review, it gets reviewed. And you're just going to have a more, a, far, a farther reach with a traditional publisher. They'll go beyond the eyeballs and the people that you can connect with. So go for it. Go for it. Cool. So tell us, who is your perfect client and how can they get in touch with you? I like to work with people who need a book to build their business. I work with experts, speakers, consultants, coaches, um, and other entrepreneurs who have an expertise that they want to share uh, to with the world. I am launching a, an online program for them. Um, and they can get in touch with me through my website. I think that's the easiest contact. Uh, Claudia at ClaudiaGear.com I mean, is my email. And then of course the uh, website is ClaudiaGear.com that they want to share uh, to with the world. Great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.